1: Welcome into the DMVR Broncos podcast. This is weird. I mean, I've I've, ne- I've never like driven the Broncos podcast before. It's always Zach, and before that it was Ryan. It used to be like every day I had the Buffs podcast, and like once a week we do the draft podcast, and I do that one with Dre. But like, I'm never in charge here.
2: Now it's on you, man. You got yeah. the keys. I'm riding shotguns. I got the tunes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You got the that. tunes. Okay. But we uh, we following your lead. Let's I go. I know.
1: We'll see how it goes. I'm a little bit nervous. But I do think that this is going to be kind of a fun one because uh, we got those free agent rankings. Yep. So we're going to go through and play a little game of Would You Rather. We got Deal or No Deal later, which will be awesome as well. Uh, but to start, Russell Wilson was on a podcast yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, the I Am Athlete podcast with Brandon Marshall. And basically... Still,
2: wait, that's still the name? Yes. The other guys didn't get the name?
1: No, I guess not. I guess... I think he's... Well, it was all of them that started the company, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I
2: thought it was the three of them. Huh. So he ran off with the name.
1: I guess. Okay. I wonder how that works. But yeah, know. so that's like the first time we've really heard from him since the end of the season. As far as I can remember, I don't think he's been on any podcast. I don't think he's talked to anybody.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. So kind of interesting just to hear that he talked. But I guess big notes, he said... He wants to be in Denver, but he wants to also be somewhere where he's wanted. And wherever he goes, he goes. It's all in God's hands, that sort of stuff. Um, and then also his goal is two Super Bowls in the next five years. Anything stand out? Anything crazy there to you?
2: I mean, that's that's pretty high goals. Yeah. Um, you know, I admire him having goals like that, but that's really hard to do. Uh, so... He has to be into the, the right system, the right fit, mm. the right team, the right organization. Like, There's so many things that need to fall in place for you to be able to go to two Super Bowls in five years. Like, Think about what the Chiefs has done. It's like yep. the right officer coordinator, the right head coach, right quarterback, right tight end. You know what I'm saying? And then you get the right D coordinator. Like, So many things have to fall in line for that to happen. Not saying it's impossible, but you know what I'm saying? It's, it's definitely tough to do. And um, I agree. You want to be somewhere that you're wanted. But I think that Denver has already tipped their hand to say he's not necessarily like wanted here. Yeah. So that's a tough part about him saying like he still wants to be back here.
1: Yeah, and I've seen some people on the internet saying like there's no way he wants to be back, like he's treated poorly, all that sort of stuff. The thing is, if he's back, he's guaranteed another thirty seven million dollars next year. Yeah. That's a pretty good reason to want to be back. I think it has
2: to yeah, it has to be the financial uh aspect that he want he wants to come back for because it's not really any relationships. Uh, I'm sure he has yeah. – I think he has good relationships with the players. But as far as the coaching staff mm. and the organization, I can't say that it's
1: all peachy. <laughs> exactly. Um, he did say – in terms of the the story about how things went down after the uh, during the bye week um, after that win against the Chiefs, uh, when the Broncos came to him and asked to move the injury guarantees, there weren't really any new details, but there was one. And that was that after the Bills game, which they won, that was the Monday night game right after that bye week, he told Cortland that it happened. And he said he didn't tell anybody else. Nobody else on the team knew. It was kind of a secret until it came out at the end of the season. Um, I thought that was interesting. They chose one guy to tell, and that guy was Cortland.
2: Well, I mean, we could tell all year that they, like, had a good relationship on the field. Yeah. Like, he was throwing anybody. He was throw at the exactly. He's throwing it to Cortland. and He throwing up and giving him a chance. So, um, yeah, that's interesting that he told him, but also, like, you got to have one guy to vent to. You know what I'm saying? You can't bottle mm-hmm. it all up.
1: So Yeah. Good. Yeah. To me, it wasn't super enlightening. I know it's kind of like big news just that he talked. Uh-huh. People freak out on the internet and say, like, oh, this means he's gone to me. I mean, we kind of knew that already. Yeah, if you're
2: watching or been, like, clued in to any details regarding, you know, this whole situation— we've kind of already understood like where it's going. And if it did make a Jurassic turn, I think everybody would be shocked, but this train is already moving in one direction. I think everybody's ready for it. Uh, when it finally, you know, leaves the station.
1: Exactly. Okay. Now that that's out of the way, uh, we can get into some more of the fun stuff. First of all, so we're using all the rankings from the athletics list of the top 150 free agents that came out, uh, last week. And it's a pretty good list. There's some weird stuff in there that we're going to get into. um, I want to start by talking about the Broncos on the list, and and beyond that, just kind of like the Broncos related players. I think I might have rattled them off last week, but top one, number fifteen, Lloyd Cushenberry, number sixty, Noah Fant, number seventy two, Ronald. Wait, Darby. Is he
2: still a Bronco? We're considering. Well, him I'm a just. Bronco? It's just
1: kind of like guys who are around the Ex-Bronco, guys who might be. Yeah, Bronco, like Darby's yeah, yeah. on there too. Okay, but but uh, beyond that, Adam Troutman at eighty nine, Dalton Reisner one twenty five, Josie Jewell, one twenty eight. Joe Flacco, 134, Randy Gregory, 144, Drew Locke, 146. Is there anything in there that really stands out to you? Um, how high was No offense? 60. That's pretty high compared really to, high.
2: like, you think about Josie and how consistent he's been as a player and just, you know, mm-hmm. Mr. Reliable, doesn't miss, miss much time. When he does, he bounces right back. And then, you know, No offense is 68 places above him. Like, that's a big jump yeah. uh, in my eyes. But nevertheless, shout, shout out to Noah Fant. He must be
1: doing his thing out there in Seattle. That's the crazy thing, though, is that his best statistical seasons were in Denver. So, like, he's the, the production has kind of dropped off a little bit in Seattle. It's, I mean, not significantly, uh-huh. but, I mean, it's like by 50 yards or something a season. But he hasn't really taken a step forward. So, I, it's kind of interesting just to see First, that. Round, draft pick. First that round draft pick. He's fast. get
2: chance and chance and chance and chance. Not saying that he's not worth it or not. He's not talented, but... Just first round draft picks, man, you just get time after time again. Somebody will give you a shot. Somebody will give you an opportunity. Somebody will give you uh, a chance just based off your projections coming out.
1: Yeah. He's 60. Dalton Schultz, 64. Hmm. Again, it's just strange because Dalton Schultz puts up better numbers, was like a part of that Texans team that took a st- big step forward. Um, the Cowboys before that, he was putting up big numbers, um, some mistakes in those playoff games, but like it's crazy to me that. I guess Schultz would be 29 or so. I guess I might as well check. He's 28. Yeah. So it's not like he's over the hill or anything, but you would think he would Give be just a, a step above.
2: Is he a first-round draft pick?
1: He wasn't a first-round draft pick. There it is. I guess that explains it. There it is. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, what about the quarterbacks? Flacco at 134, Drew Locke at 146. I guess you have to have Flacco in front. I'd almost think that the mark, the gap would be wider, though. Like, I get that Flacco's old, but at the same time, he just led the Browns to the playoff team. Like, played really well also, whereas Drew Locke struggled a little bit, had, like, the, the one good drive at the end of the game that people got excited about, but I don't know. Yeah, but Flacco
2: had a up and... He had a good, I guess, run to end the season. Yeah. But then that last game was just downhill. And you, I just think for most teams you don't know which Flacco you're going to get right now. Yep. You can hope for the best and hope that you got the guy who went on a run, even though he was throwing a lot of interceptions, he threw a lot of touchdowns, or you could get the back-to-back pick six in the playoff, Joe Flacco, and that's not what you want. So I think that's why he may be ranked so low. And Joe is old, man. If he is old. He's an old man. I think he should be close to retiring if not retiring this year. Um, so if anybody got him, it would probably be a one deal one-year deal, they're not looking for him to be their long-term quarterback, Mm -hmm. kind of their stopgap quarterback, similar to what the Broncos could be looking at right now. So he's an old man.
1: Okay, last one of the Broncos, guys. Randy Gregory at 144. You've got Dory Jackson at 142. Tyler Boyd at 143, the receiver from the Bengals. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you do with Randy. Because he hasn't been all that productive, but we've seen he has the tools. He made the one play in the Super Bowl. Uh Uh-huh. That's got to be, I mean, that's just a tough one to place. Like, it's hard for me to say he should be higher or lower. It's just a strange, I don't know what you do with him. Yeah, he's kind of been
2: all over the place. I mean, he's been a guy that has put up numbers and had tremendous upside, but then had a little stuff to deal with off the field. So that kind of kept him off uh, being his best. He's had a few injuries throughout his career. Um, And then here he just wasn't as productive as people thought, but they still see the potential. They still see the upside. So, I look for him to be in like a one-year prove-it deal, maybe like a yeah. vet minimum deal at the right team um, and just have the opportunity to prove himself again because the upside is there. It just depends if he can like really flip the switch and make it happen when he's on the field.
1: Yeah, totally. All right. Um, we're going to go through the rest of this list, some would-you-rather with some of these guys. But first, want to give it – oh, see, I do this and then I habitually just go to the Zach and Todd chat instead of just the Todd one because it's – what we always do, but <laughs> bet three, six, five. Um, let's see me and Lex are going to the AVS game tomorrow night. They play Dallas. Uh, I th- they're like the top two teams in the central. It should be a good game. I'm planning on putting on a big bet for the AVS, and ideally paying for the tickets by hitting that bet. Um, I made some money last night. I took, uh, I took the nuggets in the second quarter when they were down by like 13 or so. Wound up being 15, so I almost got the peak. It was like 3-1. to Came back and won seven in a row against the Warriors. So we like that. Um, But yeah, Bet365, never ordinary. They've got a bunch of different options. Um, You can use their bet and get offer, which means you can place a bet of $5 or more, get $150 in bonus bets, or you can take the first bet safety net offer by placing a bet up to $1,000. And if your qualifying bet loses, you receive a matched refund in bonus bets boosts. Um, they don't do ordinary. And if you use the code DNVR 365, you can take advantage of either one of those offers, uh, must be 21 or older physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone, you know, has a gambling problem and wants help call or text 1-800-GAMBLER
2: shout-out to our friends at Coors Light, our newest sponsor, and they are the beer that is made to chill. Um, I think Coors are best when the kids have been running around all day, you go through basketball practice, football practice, you finally get home, get everybody in the shower, put everybody in the bed, and you mm-hmm. really want to just chill out, You grab a Coors Light, you turn on your projector screen, hopefully the nuggets are on, and hopefully they're winning, and you just chill out. They're literally the only beer that I've made to chill. Mm-hmm. When it's time to cheer, chill, Coors Light is the beer that I reach for. So when you want to hit reset, grab the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com forward slash dnVR Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
1: We've been planning our 4th of July. Me and some of Lexi's friends are going to drive up to Montana, to my place. It's like a 15-hour drive. Why? You, well, it's going to be terrible. Well, the thing is you got to spend like 650 bucks to fly in there Good. for that. Two of them are still like in medical school making like negative money at this point. Like it's, we got like eight people. It's just, you rent a van, oh, you buckle down. It's going to be an adventure for sure. So we're going to go through, I think like up through basically like the Indian country out on one side, uh-huh. cut up through Billings through Great Falls and then up across and then maybe hit like Yellowstone and go up. But we've been planning all that. There's going to be a lot of Coors Lights.
2: Not driving. Not like, driving. Oh, no, not no, 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 no. When you get up
1: there, it's like on the boat, a yeah. bunch of Coors Lights, on the river, a bunch of Coors Lights. It's just like the beer of the summer.
2: That's it. Yeah. I'm not a uh, a road trip guy. I'm not dude. I'm really not. Like six hours. I can give you six hours. Okay. Pause. But <laughs> 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 That's actually a good thing. Yeah, that's true. But that's all I it's got. Like anything over like six hours, we got to fly. Like, yeah. You know, I used to drive from Sac to, you know, the L.A., and yep. that was six hours. So I used to make that trip all the time uh, in the summer. Uh, my parents used to drive up for games, and, like, I could do that. But anything more than that, I'm like, nah, I'm on a flight.
1: Is, is there traffic on that drive, though? Not really. Oh, okay. Because
2: you're just taking the five all the way down. Maybe okay. through the grapevine in between, like uh, – Fresno and LA.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Maybe you hit a little bit of traffic there, but it's usually just a straight shot.
1: Yeah. Put on cruise control and just... That's what's terrible. is like when you make that drive up through Montana, it's just like nothing. Like it's just Uh, wide, just nothing. And so that part of it makes it pretty easy, but it is just awful to sit there. We used to do it in college. Me and my friends would pick one Broncos game. Uh And none of them were Broncos fans. One of them was a Patriots fan, so we went to a bunch of the Patriots games. Um... When would that have been? That would have been like 2016 to 2019. Okay. Yeah. 2018, 2016, 2018. And so we drive down. And it's like 12 and a half hours from Missoula. And those were crazy. Yeah. Because it's like they, some of those games were in December. Yep. And so you're going through like the mountain passes and it's like three in the morning because we was drive through the night. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was crazy. We were lucky to survive. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Let's see. Let's hit, uh, let's hit a little would-you-rather. We're going to start at the top of this board. They've got Daniil Hunter at number two. They've got Chris Jones at number four. Wow. Yeah, so both 29 years old. It was kind of surprising to me when I saw this. Um, but Daniil Hunter had 16 and a half sacks last year. Who'd you take? Uh, Who. That's tough. I feel like the Hunter is
2: a is a phenomenal player. And the year I was in Minnesota, he oh, was hurt. Right.
1: Oh, okay. So we actually
2: didn't get to uh, play um, together. But phenomenal player and just does it kind of year in and year out. Like, bounce back from injuries, make plays. Chris Jones, man, I mean, what more do you want from an, an interior D lineman? I mean, the only one probably better is Aaron Donald. Yep. Like, he's the best of the best. And... You know, I don't know how many sacks he had this year, but he also missed a couple of games to start the, start the season um, and then just came right right in like, you know, nothing, nothing ever happened. So I'm saying Chris Jones without a doubt.
1: Me too. Uh, it's kind of crazy to me that he's this low on the list. Like he seems like he should be up at the top. Um, well four is the top. I'd say four is the top. Four solid. But like Deniel Hunter, as, as good as he's been, it's Chris Jones. Like, he's just all pro every year. Yeah. Like, he had 10 and a half sacks this year. He had 15 and a half the year before coming from the inside. It'd be one thing if he he feels older than he is. Mm-hmm. Like, he feels like he should be, like, 33 at this point, but he's mm-hmm. still the same age. I think it's a pretty easy, Chris Jones. Not that Daniel Hunter isn't a great player, but, I mean, Chris Jones, you're talking about one of, like, the 10 freaks in the NFL.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, but I still think top five is high. Like, yeah. I still think no matter what, both those guys are going to be signed in. Big deals. Yeah. Even just, though Chris, Chris Jones might re, be able to reset the market for interior D lineman. I don't know if Daniil is, but he'll yeah. be up there.
1: The, t- the top five is Brian Burns, number one, which is kind of interesting. Uh-huh. Daniil Hunter, two. Uh, Justin Matablique, number three. Okay. And Chris Jones, number four. And I guess with Matablique, he's a few years younger than Chris Jones. At the same time, same position, yeah. same type of player. One of them is Chris Jones kind of crazy to me yeah I think so too um okay next question number five on that list is actually Saquon Barkley Josh Jacobs is number 12 uh Saquon's a year older 27 versus 26 you tempted all to take Josh Jacobs over Saquon uh I think Josh Jacobs is a hell of a running back he is
2: um and for what they both have done I maybe would take Josh Jacobs right now um I say both of them have had okay O-lines at, mm-hmm. at certain times, but Josh Jacobs at some points was the only thing that, you know, the Raiders had had. Totally. It was, and you knew what was coming, and maybe it's because I've watched too many Broncos games where he's going for 200 yards, and now I'm like, <laughs> that guy's a hell of a running back. But I probably would take Josh Jacobs. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with Chris Jones. Like Daniel Hunter's a phenomenal player. But how after are we watching Dunil Hunter go to work? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think we true. see Chris Jones all the time. And we talk about him with a Super Bowl playing against us. We see it all the time. Yep. The is 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 a is a quote unquote freak, pause. No, no pun intended <laughs> on the edge too. Like he yeah, he's dope.
1: Yeah. Um, next one, um Lajarius Sneed at thirteen. Again, this is for the Broncos. Who'd you uh-huh. rather have? Or Lloyd Cushionberry, number fifteen.
2: Uh that's tough. It is. i uh, I'll taken Sneed with this one. Okay. Just because you think about Snead added to the, you know, the the back end that we have. Um, I think he would be a great addition. I think ah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not really, you know what I'm saying? It's not suggestive. Um, but I think, I think he would be a great addition to, to the, to the team. And so no disrespect to Lloyd Christian I think he's a phenomenal player, but I think if I had to choose, if I wanted Lloyd back or Snead, who's another pro bowl, all pro type Mm -hmm. player, I probably pick him.
1: Yeah. That's where I'm at too. Snead. Lloyd might be better at his position than Snead. It's pretty close. Uh Probably either way. And I, it probably is need. I But Snead's an
2: all-pro, right? Exactly. So I don't know if he could be better, if he's better. If he, if he's yeah. not an all-pro, then he can't be better. You know what I'm saying? That's fair.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Like, you probably go Sneed and at the same time, like, positional value. I guess the case for Lloyd is probably continuity. Um, so you get to run that line back again next year. But, yeah, it probably just is need, especially given the needs on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, Calvin Ridley, who's ranked number 23. Leonard Williams who's ranked number 24.
2: Calvin Ridley. Yeah. I think everybody's saying that the Chiefs are going to go after him. I do not want that. So if we can still in with the <laughs> Chiefs, he's a great running back, um I receiver. mean great wide right receiver, yeah. uh and I think he is still hasn't reached his peak, I feel like. I think he can provide a lot to a quarterback as far as his ability to get open, so I definitely would take him.
1: Yeah. Had the second 1000-yard season of his career this year. Um I don't know. It's kind of interesting, just because he isn't to me like a tier one receiver. Mm-hmm. He's like in that tier two probably, and I guess he did bounce back. The thing is, I mean, twenty twenty, he has thirteen hundred yards, plays five games in twenty twenty one, doesn't play in twenty twenty two at the suspension, comes back seventy six catches for a thousand sixteen yards, eight touchdowns. Like those are solid numbers. But that's just like. Solid starting receiver numbers at this point. Solid number one receivers at this point. Yeah, but you talk about that like you're not
2: he didn't even catch a groove yet. Like he just yeah. he came out on fire, then he kind of just, you know what I'm saying, sophomore mm-hmm. or whatever. He got hurt, played five games, right?
1: The year before uh two years before. Yeah, yeah. so he
2: got hurt. So, you know what I'm saying, can't count that year. That He was out for a whole year and then yep. comes back after basically a year and a half and just has a thousand yards. Like, it's not easy to do, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that. Uh, he still hasn't reached his peak.
1: If you were to put Jerry Judy in his place, put him in like that offense with Trevor Lawrence, instead of being here with Russ, what do his numbers look like, though?
2: Maybe he has similar numbers. I think it would be kind of similar. Maybe he does. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, Jerry's biggest thing on this team is that he just wasn't utilized or hasn't been utilized. Exactly. Yet, so. uh, but, but that also says something to how we still think Jerry's a good player. Yeah. You know? I just think Calvin Ridley is definitely uh, a tier two, top tier two receiver, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's probably fair. And, I mean, Leonard Williams, uh, five and a half sacks this year is solid. I mean, from the inside especially. Mm -hmm. Had the 11 and a half in 2020, but that's really only his, like, big season. It probably is Ridley. Although, if you ran out there with, like, Zach Allen, DJ Jones, Leonard Williams— in that three four, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of awesome.
2: Would yeah, would be hell of a uh, run defense.
1: Um, Michael Pittman at thirty two or T Higgins at thirty four. Um, it's kind of splitting hairs. Yeah yeah
2: yeah, I think either one. Yeah. You can flip a coin for this one. I think they're both talented wide receivers. We really can flip a coin. I'm not gonna be mad to either one. I don't think we can afford either one, but I'm not mad at either either choice.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it's T. Higgins, personally. Yeah. I do wonder a little bit, just like Joe Burrow effect. When uh-huh. you get to play with him, maybe those numbers get inflated. But, yeah, I think so, too. Um, Chase Young at 37. Mike Evans at 38. Hmm. Mike Evans, is he 38, too? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. He might as well be. <laughs>
2: um... For the, Bronco, dang, for the we, Broncos. For I the Broncos. I think those are both in need, though. Exactly. In some ways. But Mike Evans has 1,000-yard seasons after 1,000-yard seasons. Yeah. I think Chase Young is good, but he's not who he was projected to be.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So I'll probably would take Mike Evans. Okay. Chase Young's 24. Mike Evans is 30. Mike Evans yeah. is younger than you'd think, though, too. Yeah. So I, I think that that's probably right, but... You might really regret that in a couple of years if Chase Young actually pans out. I wonder, what did he do this year? Two and a half sacks with the 49ers, five with the Commanders before that, seven and a half, that's nothing impressive. Yeah. Um, ooh, here, this one's a throwback. OBJ ranked number 50. Derrick Henry ranked 51. <laughs>
2: uh, because it's for the Broncos, I'm going to say OBJ because yeah. I don't necessarily think we need another... Back. Yeah. And uh, I mean, Derrick Henry still had a thousand yards last year, so he can't be slept on. Um, I don't know OBJ's exact numbers, but he came with some big plays for the Ravens. He definitely yeah. had a few. He didn't really like ball out in that last um, playoff game, but yep. overall, I think he had a solid season for
1: him. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd do the same thing for that same reason. If you're just a random team, I'd take Derrick Henry, but mm-hmm. for the Broncos, I think you're right. Uh, this is a fun one. This goes back to the twenty nineteen draft, I believe. Twenty nineteen draft. So the Broncos trade down from ten to twenty, take Noah Fant. The Steelers trade up from twenty to ten, take Devin White. Noah Fant's now number sixty. Devin White's number to sixty-five. Which way do you go?
2: Well, I'm I liked their decision, you know, in two thousand nineteen because I was still on the team, so that was a great decision yeah, by, yeah. by yeah. the team. So <laughs> I never thought of I like that a lot. Um, so, you're saying go back with Noah Fant or run it?
1: Yeah, you either get to bring Noah Fant back or you bring in Devin White.
2: Well, I'm not bringing in Devin White because I'm going and taking Josie Jewel yeah. still at value. 120, at valley. Yeah. 128, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, somebody said neither. That's cold. It's um, horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'll take Fant.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. You know, he might be like a little bit redundant with Greg Dulcich, but at the same time. Greg hasn't really played, so you can't really bet on him. Um, Devin
2: White. Devin. No, they passed on Devin Oh, Bush. that's right. It that was, was Devin the Steelers. Devin, White. Devin White was Tampa Bay. Yeah. Oh,
1: Chats can tell me I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah. he did. That's how I knew. Good oh, wow. perfect. Love this. We would do. Um, ooh, a couple of veteran defenders here. Calais Campbell, 74. Stephon Gilmore, 76.
2: Uh, I uh, was talking to Calais at the... Super Bowl. Oh, and yeah. Every time I see him, you just forget how like giant of a man that is. Like it's crazy. Oh, he's like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. He's a tall dude. Cause he's like six eight.
1: S- yeah, something like 300 that. 300 pounds. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. Um. Ugh. Just as a veteran, I'm gonna take Calais Campbell. He got to be almost done. It's got to be like yeah. He's thirty last year. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think. The more I think about it, I was kind of pushing for uh, Patrick Peterson last year. I thought it would be cool for the Broncos. Uh-huh. Stephon Gilmore, too. Like, when you look at that room, you've got Damari. You've got Riley Moss. But if you can just bump those guys to the bench, put in Stephon Gilmore. And if one of them beats him out, that's great. But that's still a good player. And he's probably going to be on, like, a one-year $7 million deal. Yeah. And he's awesome. Like, that's know. a great player. I don't know. Did you
2: like the way he played this year? He was at the Cowboys, I mean, I right? did not.
1: tune. I know the year before with the Colts, he was yeah. sick. With the Cowboys, that defense was just so good that I feel like he must have been. No, I feel like no? there was a was lot of
2: times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought a lot, there was a lot of times where, you know, his age was starting to show. Okay. Um. So that's why I didn't pick him this
1: time. Okay. I do like the idea of the Broncos adding somebody like that, though. Uh-huh. Just like a vet Old who vet. you know is good. Uh-huh. Somebody who can just plug in one of these holes. Because, I don't know, I don't think they're far from being a really good defense. Mm-hmm. And if you just fix cornerback two with a guy, maybe it's not Stefan Gilmore, but... Someone along that, those lines. And even Clayus Campbell, too. Like, you throw him in the trenches, and mm-hmm. he can just give you five sacks or whatever, six sacks. It just levels you up a little bit.
2: Or take a double team. You know ta- what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, leave everybody else one-on-one. Then there's somebody who can't climb up to Alex or Josie. It just makes the whole uh, team better.
1: Yep. I've got uh, two of these left. Both of them are about quarterbacks. Mm. Tyrod Taylor neither. at 103. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill one oh
2: five. Oh Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I mean too. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is he was up, then he was down, <laughs> then he came back up and had another shot. I think that was his NFL career. And I think it was a long career It made a lot of money, but Tyrod Taylor still is a good quarterback to me at times. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's weird how successful he's been. Uh-huh. Like, people forget, but even after he left, I mean he went to Buffalo seven and six, then seven and eight, then eight and six in his starts. They give the job to Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. That's because you have Josh Allen. It's not because he wasn't playing all that well. And then even after that, I mean, when he was playing for the Chargers, he was awesome. Um, was this? Uh, 94 pass rating with the Giants two years ago. 89 pass rating solid with the Giants this year. Um, small sample size, but mm-hmm. he can actually play. Whereas Ryan Tannehill, I'm not so sure. Um, last one. Joe Flacco at 134. Jameis Winston at 138.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Huh? If
0: you're, you're going to get.
2: Wait, Jameis Winston and who else? Joe Flacco. Oh, my God. You want
0: Jameis, man. You want the fun at least. If we're, we're, you're going to be bad regardless. At least have some fun while being bad.
2: <laughs> uh, I guess we're taking Jameis Winston. I just. I don't know if I want either one of them, but exactly. I guess it's like a would you rather. Yeah. And so I have to pick one. So I'm going to. I guess I'll, you know, we'll be eating some W's, I guess. I'll go Jameis
1: Yeah. I guess. You know what? Give me Flacco. He wow. played. He played better last year. It probably isn't sustainable, but like if he is what he was last year, he's that not. that could be. I agree. He's not. But I mean, it's also against Jameis Winston. I'll, I'll take I'll take Joe over Jameis. What could go wrong? You didn't <laughs> like
2: you didn't like Jameis going for it when they were down.
1: Uh, Did you like that? Uh, I mean, no, I didn't like it. I I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. I. I think Sean Payton could handle that well, too, because he is kind of like the angry guy. He kind had of, him like, already. It's true. that You do have that background. Also, Maybe it is what
0: if it's against the Broncos against the Chiefs and he does that? You're loving him, right? Like, you're trying to embarrass uh, the Chiefs a little bit at the end of the game No, or not if we've already lost. But what if you're winning, though? Like if we're <laughs> winning, oh, like, winning, yeah, winning. Yeah, I love that. Uh, give me that.
1: Yeah. I don't know if Jameis is going to beat the Chiefs. All right. Um, we've got deal or no deal up next. First, though, let's see. Let me tell you about Circle K. Um, Circle, okay. we're actually kind of running out of the snacks I noticed uh, a bunch of those we only have like the front row in there so that people so it looks more full than it is he just telling all our business yeah well I mean it's, it's I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna I might as well it's just the truth I love it I love somebody's it. eating all of them so it is about time for a restock over there that's why I haven't been able to grab those gummy bears they're super tempting but they're the last ones and we don't want the rack to look empty I'm just waiting, though. Um, The the cashews, that was the last one I had. Those are really good. Uh, You guys should go check it all out because Circle K has the best snacks. And if you join their inner circle... You can get a whole bunch of different benefits. It's a free membership. It's easy to download the app. You use the QR code. You enter your email and your phone number. You'll enroll immediately. And after that, you just need to tell them your phone number. You get the deal. So, first five Phillips of gas, they're 25 cents off a gallon. Your first five Polar Pops are free. Every sixth item is free on several items, such as the pizza, roller grill stuff, uh, dispensed beverages, donuts, and more. So you can get a free any side Polar Pop from Colorado Circle K's by texting DNVR to 31310. That's DNVR to the number 31310. Message and data rates apply. Periodic recurring messages per month. Uh, terms and conditions can be viewed at circlek.com. Uh, sign up with the QR code on screen or visit circlek.com slash inner dash circle for more information
2: and shout out to our friends over at empire today if you're looking for new flooring empire today will definitely have you covered whether it's hardwood tile uh carpet uh anything you need in your home empire today will take care of you and they have a virtual floor designer so it's a great way to see how your floors will look in your home before you purchase them You can literally swipe through different floors. You can find what you like, send it over to Empire Today, and they will get you covered and take care of you. You can schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use promo code DNVR. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com forward slash DNVR for details.
0: Uh, We do have an Empire um,
1: representative here
0: this morning looking at our hard floor. So, we should be expecting that here in a couple of weeks.
1: Wow. There it is. What did he think of it? Do you know?
0: He said it's uh, bad quality, and that's why we need Empire so we can get good quality. Wow. I love trust it. him.
1: Um, all right, let's get into the fun stuff. We've got Dealer No Deal up next. All right. Um, do you want to pull up the rules, Yaya? Yeah,
2: yeah. Let me see what I'm working with here. Yeah. So, saying? have you seen
1: the show Dealer No Deal? I love the show Dealer oh, No so Deal. Oh, so it's just like that. Okay. Um, we've got all the quarterbacks on the board who could be potential Broncos. Um, basically, each briefcase has a random quarterback inside. Uh-huh. Um, you get to pick your briefcase. Obviously, don't get to know what that is until the end of the game. Um, after or In each round, you'll eliminate some briefcases. We'll see who's inside. Yep. I'll give you an offer, and you can either take that offer or you can keep playing. Perfect. Um, once you get to the end, you get to either take your who's in your quarterback or... Maybe you've taken an offer before then. So the only other piece of information you need to know, so each quarterback comes at their current age. So you get like 31-year-old or whatever, Kirk Cousins, off his ACL, whatever. But they come on a rookie contract. So you oh, okay. get four years cheap, and then you got to pay them. Okay. So that way we don't have to worry too much about all those numbers. That's so funny. It looks like, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah. Uh. All right, perfect. So, yep. yeah,
2: here's the banker.
1: Uh. Yep. So which case do you want?
2: Let me go with number 5.
1: Number 5. Let's see. I got to pull up my list. So, um you've got number 5.
2: Uh-huh. Who is now, that? Now,
1: you don't get to know yet. <laughs> you don't get to know yet. Um, you get to now open five cases. So, what's your first case? Number 1. Number 1. That is Do you have it you here? Yay! Yeah, oh, that's a good I, mean, one. I shouldn't celebrate that hard, but <laughs> no, it's I pretty a good case. Um, let's see. Okay, what's your second case? Uh, what speaks to me?
2: Number nine. Let's go number nine.
1: That is Jaden Daniels. Oh, dang. Oh, and I should say this because dang. some people are listening on the podcast. So the quarterbacks are from the rookies, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and Bo Nix. Veterans included Tom Brady coming out of retirement just for a little bit of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Jarrett Siddham, Taysom Hill, and Jameis, who's now off the board. Oh, dang.
2: Um, Chad, give me some numbers, you know what I'm saying? Let me know what I should choose. <laughs> Somebody said should have went seven. All right. Let me pick seven. Let me okay. see where I would have what I would have had. Seven.
1: Mac Jones. Ah. That's I'm, good good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'll take that. Thank uh, you. You got two more.
2: Two more still? Yep. Number three is Wilson Wilson.
1: Number three, Caleb Williams. Oh my God. <laughs> um one more. I just
2: went good and bad and good and bad. Yeah. Uh, 16.
1: 16. Michael Penix Jr. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a tough start. That's a really tough start. No oh, deal. Oh, let's see. So now we got horrible. figure out what this offer is. Um, Let's see. So I'll say for the people who are still uh, can't see, you've got Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, and Bo Nix. You've got Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins, Baker Mayfield, Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, and Taysom Hill. Um, honestly, it's not like a bad list. Like you got rid of some of the bad ones. I can offer. Uh, Ooh, we'll say uh, the the Saints are already unhappy with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. We'll 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 let you take Derek Carr. Or you can keep playing. Uh no deal. No deal. No deal. Okay, you get to open four more cases. Four more. Yep.
2: Okay, I've seen two people say 11. I'm going to go 11.
1: Okay, 11. That's a tough one. That's Tom Brady. He's old. Tom he's is old. He's, old, he's out okay. of it. You know what I'm saying? We. He might be washed. Yeah, Tom, Tom is, is done. Watched. All right, so Tom's off the board. What do you want to open next? Uh, Four, please. Four. Kirk Cousins. Dang, this is a tough yeah, one. Yeah, this isn't going great. Uh, uh Two more. Six, six, Russell Wilson.
2: All right, we're well, okay. It's not too bad. Okay, not too bad. And I get one more. Yep. Fourteen.
1: Fourteen is Justin Fields. Oh my
2: god! All right. Yikes.
1: Okay, so Who you still, got? uh, you still got three rookies: Drake May, J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix. Okay. Vets, you've got Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, Taysom Hill.
2: Dang.
1: Yeah. So that's pretty tough. Um.
2: I had to go with my freaking case.
1: Yeah. I mean, I like, I feel like the rookies are probably where the value is. Uh Baker's right in the middle. You got the three vets who are bad. Um, So. Oh, I can offer a million dollars. (laughs) Maybe the, the next rookie on the board behind the big six, Spencer Rattler.
2: Spencer Rattler. The guy who Caleb Williams came in and stole his job? Yeah, that no. guy. <laughs> uh, okay, no, I'm going to say no.
1: Okay, no deal. Okay, uh, this time, three cases. All right.
2: So. Let's go 15.
1: 15. Drake May.
2: You put all the good guys <laughs> in one line. It's random. It's random. I knew that wasn't going to happen, but it was. Uh, number 12.
1: Number 12 is Bo, Bo Nix. <laughs> this is literally. You got one the worst rookie thing left. One case that you can still open. Eight. Eight. JJ McCarthy. All the rookies are off the board. Wow. Wow. This is tough. So now you have Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, and Taysom Hill. That's a tough group. Um, I mean, Baker's solid, but those other three...
2: No deal. I'm just going to take what's in just, my case. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to rock forward. it to the end. Uh,
1: you don't want... Uh, no, no Kenny Pickett? No. No, he doesn't do it for you? Okay. No. Um This round, you get to open two more.
2: <sighs> <laughs> is terrible. Two and ten.
1: Two and ten. Okay, two is... Zach Wilson, and Baker Mayfield. Ten, yep, Baker Mayfield. So I literally have Stidham and Taysom Hill. All right. Um, yeah, and so at this point, I mean, the way it works is, I'll give you an offer. Um, the offer is, uh, geez, I don't, you you got to go way down there. Case Keenum, you can you can take Case Keenum for a season. Um, or you can keep your case, or you can, choose, you can flip cases if you want. you got Jared Stim and Taysom Hill still on the board.
2: I'll take Casey. No. Yeah, I think I gave you too much there. I gave you too much. <laughs> I'll, uh, take yeah, I'll take it.
1: I'll take the deal. That was a deal. mistake on my part. I'll take um, the deal. Yeah. Uh, what, what was in his case, you hear? And number five was Taysom, Taysom Hill. It's
3: Not
2: bad. I bailed I you out. I, yeah, you did. Yeah, that wasn't you a did. good Wow. Dang, that, was, that sucked. <laughs>
1: that, that was terrible. That was you just horrible. took out all the good ones. I can't believe that you just got the worst one right off the bat. Oh my um, gosh! You know, what? let's 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 hit this ad break and we'll run it back. We'll give you a second chance. Oh, thank at this. you. God. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if the second time around goes a little bit better. That was horrible. Um, let's see. Yeah. So American financing. Like I, I said this a couple days ago, but we've actually had some of you reach out um, and talk to. Uh, American financing and, and take out some loans, which is awesome. Some mortgages, um, from what we've heard from both ends, it's been great stuff on both sides. Um, and the way American financing works is that all of their agents are actually working on salary. So there's no commission. They're not trying to like upsell you. All that they're worried about is just getting you the best deal possible. Um, on average, they're saving their customers eight hundred and fifty four dollars a month which is about ten thousand dollars a year that's a crazy amount of money that these people are saving and you can be one of them if you head on over there and sign up um mortgage rates are actually pretty low right now they're into the fives which is lower than they've been for quite a while um a year ago they were much 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 higher than they are right now um you know i've told you the numbers they also have 7200 google reviews they average out to a 4.7 star rating um They're a local Colorado-based company. They're also licensed in all 50 states, so they can help you wherever you are in the country. They've helped thousands of people. They've been doing this for 25 years. So call American Financing, and if you call today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments. Um, so call today. Tell them that DMVR sent you at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. NMLS 182334. NMLSConsumeraccess.org. APR for rates in the five start at 6.799% for well-qualified borrowers. Call 303-695-7000 for details about credit card costs and terms.
2: And DMVR is a great podcast, but you know what's something we do that's also great? What do we we do? make great merch, and right now mm-hmm. the DNVR Locker is having a 30% off. Everything sale from today to Wednesday. You can head over to com to check out our merch. Uh, your discount is automatically applied at checkout. Don't miss out. Go get some good merch. Hats, tees, sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Can't
1: go wrong. DNVR merch. Let's get it. So Lexi got selected for jury duty? Mm-hmm. And uh, had to be in there at like 7.30 today Dang. She made it through like whatever the first level is So she's actually on the jury And they said Dang. the trial's going through Tuesday Which is like Next Tuesday Yeah, Eight days, or I guess like probably six days in court
2: Don't call me, I'm talking crazy <laughs> Yeah <laughs> I'm talking like uh, I'm, I'm with the death penalty I'm like, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody to stole get off from the, Circle K death He's penalty. gotta go yep, Yeah, He's
1: gotta just end it now yeah. Oh my gosh. Crazy. I've never done that.
2: I'm curious. Have you ever got like uh to Yeah.
1: Not once. I feel like I'm overdue. It's probably about time. All right. Let's run it back here. Give Todd a uh Are a you second randomizing chance. the yep. new people again? I
0: got two games all set up, so this one's all randomized again. Okay. Different list, yep. all complete.
1: Yep. What case you want this time? Uh five can't
2: be bad again, right? You wouldn't think so. Like, just the odds of it.
1: The odds would say that should be pretty good this time around. Five again. All right. We got number five. Um, We won't read through this list again. All right. You get to open five cases. Who do you want?
2: Okay. Let me start with number three.
1: Number three, Drake May. It's
2: fine. I'm okay with that. Okay.
1: It's not Caleb Williams.
2: 16. Why were they both there, though? That's the crazy. Mac Jones, okay. Okay, Drake May, and Mac we Jones. we had Drake May and Caleb Williams on the same number. Like, that's weird. That's not even right.
1: What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Number nine.
1: Number nine. Tom Brady.
2: Okay, he's old. He's old. We've established that. We're cool with that. Yep. Um. Okay. Now I got to be strategic. Number four.
1: Number four, oof, panics your guy.
2: I don't understand how this game is putting these guys <laughs> good, in different yeah. places. Wow.
1: It's all randomized. There's no way. I promise you it. Oh Randomizedgenerator.org.
2: 11.
1: 11. Jaden Daniels. Yeah. Oh, this is the worst. This is terrible. Um, let's see. This is the see. worst. Um. So who do
2: I have left on the board? I got all the vets. You do have
1: Tom Brady. Yep. So Kirk, Baker, Russ, Justin Fields, Jameis, Zach Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, Taysom Hill. Um, Rookies, you still got Caleb Williams, Uh J.J. McCarthy, Bo Nix. (sighs) Oh. You know what? I'll give you a good offer. You can can run it back with Russ if you want. Four years, rookie contract. Nice and cheap. No deal. No deal with Russ. Okay. Uh, Four cases this time. Number six. Number six. Justin Fields. Fields. Okay, that's okay. It's not terrible. Nope.
2: 14.
1: Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. Two more. Number 10. 10. Baker Mayfield.
2: All right. That was a good round. Okay. One more. Ah dang. <laughs> uh, number
1: two. Number two. Caleb Williams.
3: Yeah, here.
2: <laughs> he I, don't he random, do I don't know the <laughs> random.
1: I don't know the randomization.
2: He literally just said go number two. <laughs> the, reason to that, the reason I
1: wanted you to do that. I had such did. a great oh ground. You went in a row.
0: I'm like, just oh. might as well go number two already. Dang.
1: Wow. Let's see. That's rough. That's a big one. So, so still on the board, you got J.J. McCarthy and Bo Nix from the uh-huh. rookies. That you got Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston, Jarrett Stidham, Taysom Hill. Um offer – ooh, here's a weird one. I'll offer Trey Lance. Trey Lance? Things haven't gone well, but he also has barely gotten an opportunity. You know, it looked bad losing to Brock Curry. No, but let, me,
2: let me say no deal. Okay,
1: no deal to, to Trey Lance.
2: I've got to pick some good picks right here now. You do. You got 15, three cases 15, here. Fifteen.
1: 15, Bo Nicks.
2: Number one.
1: J.J. McCarthy.
2: Number 13.
1: 13, Kirk Cousins. Dang, that was Ooh. all the ones
2: I wasn't going to – now I don't have anybody.
1: Yeah, so you got Russ, Jameis, Jarrett Stidham, and Taysom Hill.
2: This is the worst.
1: Yeah, no, we've been testing this game upstairs a little bit. This is back-to-back, maybe the worst rounds I've seen. Um, wow, so Russ, Jameis, Jarrett Stidham, Taysom Hill. I can offer. How about uh? mm, This is the worst. I mean, it's got to be somebody kind of between Jared Stidham and Jameis Winston. I'll give you. I'll give you Carson Wentz.
2: No deal. Yeah. Because I, I gotta see what's in my case.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's gone this poorly. Uh two more cases. Twelve and eight. Twelve, Taysom Hill. Eight, Jameis. Okay. Wow. So somehow you narrowed it down to Russell Wilson and Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> uh, deal. No. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, let's see. I, I mean I've got to offer you somebody between those two. Uh-huh. Um, I just don't even know who that is. You know who that probably is, uh, old friend Drew Locke.
2: No deal. I gotta. I'll take either one yep. of them. Okay, and I'll give you a chance. You can I'll flip your case. case. I'll take my yep. case. Wow. Just the go. luck of the draw, huh? There, yep. Jarrett Stidham. That's that was uh, the most stressed I've been in a long time. That
1: was; Those were two really rough rounds there, too. I mean, back-to-back. Because back. who'd you get in the first one? First one was I got Case Keenum. Oh, that's right. You took Case Keenum. Yeah. So Case Keenum, Jarrett Stidham. Got to think the Broncos are going to do better than that in real life. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um you never know. Do we have any uh, comments uh, you hear? All right. Let's see, from uh, David, y'all still think Russ would restructure after that Brandon Marshall interview? <sighs> not really. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, He said it He said it over and over again that he's not doing that. He said the Broncos kept coming up to him during that week and saying, hey, what do you think now? What do you think now? And he said every time, I'm just not going to do it. There's no reason to think that he would do that.
2: Yeah, it's, it wouldn't be a smart business move. Like, everybody's making business moves for themselves. The team is, uh, Russell Wilson is, I just think, if we're talking about business, that's not a smart business move. Restructuring to take less money for less stability. Yep. Doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is if you're going to restructure, then that means like the the reason you'd want to stay in Denver is because if you stay, you get all that like, guaranteed money next year. Uh-huh. So you might as well just say, Well, you can cut me. And instead of saying I don't get those guarantees anymore, you can say, Cut me then and you get to choose your team. Mm-hmm. And if the Steelers say, we'd rather have you, I mean, the Steelers were a playoff team last year. Or, did, no, they were right outside Close. the playoffs. They were right outside the playoffs, which I guess the Broncos were too. But you joined that team. I mean, you, you just wind up with options, so you might mm-hmm. as well leave. Um, yeah, next question. Uh, Brandon says, who's our rookie QB? Uh, my cousin asked me this this morning, and it's like probably Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Like, that seems like it's the way things are playing out, is you're going to have four off the board before the Broncos pick with Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels, um, and then uh, J.J. McCarthy. The consensus around the league is that Bo Nix would probably be that next guy up. Does that I excite mean, you?
2: Yes, it excites me because it's uh, fresh blood in the in the building. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's there's potential there, so you don't know what it brings, but just – the energy of a new quarterback and a, and a rookie that has potential, I think that all of that, you know, will get everybody excited around mm-hmm. uh, the season next year. I mean, according to deal or no deal. I don't know who to pick. So, uh, <laughs> well, no, I think you're right. Um, him or J.J. McCarthy, depending on how everything shakes out, um, I'm not mad at either one of those choices.
1: Yeah, and so Daniel Jeremiah this morning, like three hours ago, put up an updated top 50 list. Um, the quarterbacks in there, you've got Caleb Williams at number one. You've got Drake may at number five, Jaden Daniels at number six, but then there's a pretty big gap um, going all the way down to Bo Nix at 26 mm. in front of JJ McCarthy at 27. So, so maybe things do shake up a little bit. Maybe McCarthy's still there at 12. Um, maybe you still only have three quarterbacks go before the Broncos pick anyway, but then there's another big gap down to Pennix at 38. So kind of interesting. Uh, next up, how about Russ Lock and Flacco from our guy Wolfgang? You're
2: saying like we got to
1: pick one. I'm picking Russ out of those three for sure. You gotta gotta pick Russ. As much as like Drew was fun, but I feel like he's kind of run his course. Mm -hmm. Like Russ has Russ didn't play bad last year. Like he was fine. Like there was some he held on the ball a little bit too long, took some sacks he probably shouldn't have, but for the most part. He was a solid quarterback, mm-hmm. and obviously as the track record that he has. You could, you could do worse, which you probably would do with Flacco or Drew Locke. Um, David, back with, uh, remember when people said Fant would be the best tight end drafted out of Iowa that year? Who else was that year? That would have been... Uh,
0: his teammate. Uh, yeah. Well, I forget his name. Looks like Greg Dolch, Dolch a little bit.
1: Who was it that year?
2: Yeah, let us know, man. Yeah. But Iowa tight ends have been killing in the league, so. You know, the odds were that it was going to be a
1: good pick for the Broncos. Yeah, that's kind of the only one that didn't work out. TJ Hawkinson. TJ Hawkinson was that draft. Yeah, that's another one where you just go the other way. And I was was looking through some of the tight ends who have been drafted um, in the first round. It's really not that bad. I think, like, you look at Kyle Pitts. Um, and say, like, oh, you can't draft tight ends in the top ten. It just doesn't work out. First of all, there really haven't been that many drafted in the first round, so mm-hmm. it's a small sample size. But also, you go back through, and to me, the hit rate is no different than any other position. You know, this year, I mean, it's a little early, but you had Dalton Kincaid, um, who was, played a role for the Bills. Um, before that, you go back to Pitts and Pat Fryermuth in 2021. Like, Pat Fryermuth isn't a bad player. Like, he's He's fine. Um, before that it was the Hawkinson Noah Fant draft Hawkinson the the Lions tr- wind up trading him but at the same time like he's he's proven I think to be worthy of being a first round pick maybe not mm-hmm. the eighth overall pick before that Hayden Hurst was solid with the Ravens mm-hmm. um OJ Howard Evan Ingram David Njoku like Njoku's kind of figured out now Howard Ingram had their moments um
2: so maybe we so maybe you're saying we don't pick a tight end freshman.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe I not. <laughs> I mean it's like fifty fifty like anything else. Yeah. Um Trey says trade back seems more and more likely. Uh Knicks and more picks. That will rhyme there. Um Yeah. I mean I don't I think if they take Bo Nick's, they aren't trading back to do it. I think they probably do it at twelve, especially with the Raiders right behind you. Who knows? Maybe, maybe by then we know Russ is a Raider or something like that. But, but I don't think that you can trade back and go get Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you trade back, it's probably for Penix, who, yeah, like we both agree, like Penix, Penix should be in front of Bo Nix. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's what happens, I think it winds up being a great deal.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. And if you trade back for Nix, I mean, you're trading back maybe like four, four spots. You can't take yeah. it like a big jump back.
1: Exactly. Um. Ah, yeah. Another thing Russ said from Xavier. Russ said his house wasn't for sale. Um, He did say that, but he said, like, well, it's not on the market.
2: So, technically, it's not for sale.
1: Technically, but we said at the time, like, that's why you don't put it on the market yeah. is because then people say your house is for sale. Taking offers, it's like, oh, you know, it's like we get an offer, we'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. But when everybody knows you're taking offers, you might as well put it on the market. It's just like a little cop out. You don't have to say it. Yeah, yep. I agree. Um, We'll hit two more and get out here. Uh, Lupita Gonzalez says, if we draft JJ, do you sit him for a year, ride with Stiddy or Darnold, or let him play right away? Um, It depends on how things go. I mean, you probably let him compete in camp. I would guess that he plays right away just because that's what generally happens with rookie quarterbacks. Um, Let's just say it's Stidham. I mean, Stidham didn't do enough, I don't think, to say like, hey – if you want to sit a rookie quarterback, it's probably because you think that somebody else can go out there and win a couple games, kind of lay the groundwork, and almost like let the younger guy see how the offense works, mm-hmm. like see the throws are being made, see what he's doing, and then kind of take that and and learn from it. I'm not sure that Stidham plays at a high enough level that that would be the path forward. You know, if it's if it's Russ, for example, which I think is super unlikely, then maybe you do let Russ go out there and run the offense and make things happen, go win some games, let a rookie come in, maybe a little bit better situation. With its, If you're looking at Stidham, then you probably just put him in the right way. With Darnold, maybe it's a little more likely that Darnold gets the start right out of the gate, but if, I would imagine McCarthy's just starting right away.
2: Yeah, I think if it's not a top-tier quarterback or a quarterback that is proven in the league... There's no reason to have him sit behind someone who is still trying to find their footing as the quarterback too. They need to sit behind someone to to learn. Um, so mm-hmm. if it's not Russ, then I don't think think that he would be coming to start.
1: Yep. Um, oh, also I saw Jarrett post on his Instagram doing some like footwork drills with Drew Brees. Oh, really? It's kinda fun. There were like a bunch of guys there. Um I can't remember who it was. But yeah. Kinda interesting. Um, last one here from Joel start bench cut, Teddy, Russ, Simeon, um, start Russ. I think that's easy. Probably Teddy to the bench cut Simeon. You said it. There we go. (laughs) All right. Uh, first day without Zach is done tomorrow though. Should be a fun one. Uh, Zach is actually out in Indy. Just got there tomorrow morning. George Payton and Sean Payton will be talking. That'll be before our show at 11. Um, So we'll be breaking down what they have to say, maybe an update on Russ, maybe some other stuff. Zach will call in from Indy. We'll get some of his insights after uh, what I imagine is going to be a pretty late night tonight. Um, So, yeah, there's the plan. And then we'll be back with Zach on Wednesday after his little trip. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. On your way out, don't forget, give us a like. Um, Any comments, chats, all that stuff really pop us up. We haven't asked for reviews, but Spotify, iTunes, all that sort of stuff. Give us the five stars. Really appreciate it, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.